Today we have Arnold Marrow, ex-volleyball player who defended his country flag for many years. Great athlete who told us about his process to put the ball aside and face other challenges in his sport. Enjoy this episode. In the beginning. Hola, what's going on? Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello, So, Arnold Marold, thank you, man, to have you here. It's a pleasure for me. Hello. Uh, Arnold, it's, it's a pleasure for me uh, to have you here because I know you. I think I've been with you three years. Mm -hmm. I, I met you three years ago. And it's kind of uh, easy but difficult because I think I know you, but I will see if I know you well now here. So uh, the first uh, question would be, how many years have you played volleyball? How did you start playing volleyball? Um, as a kid, I was, uh, well, I was put in many different sports because uh, my parents... Uh, They thought that I had uh, too much energy and I was annoying them, so they tried everything. And so I had to do gymnastics, uh, swimming, football, basketball, tennis. And yeah, I think in the end uh, I arrived at volleyball because it was the only sport yeah, where they had to keep me. And as my mother was coach, so yeah, she they kept me there. So your mother was a, a volleyball coach and your father also was a volleyball uh, coach or he was a player? Yeah, both of them played and then afterwards they coached and my father, he was more coaching senior teams and my mother was really into uh, kids volleyball. So um, that's, I think, how I ended there. And how was this process when you realized you were good in volleyball and you start to take it a bit more serious? Well, I have to, to say that in the beginning... Um, It was more just uh, being with friends and then we were lucky that we were a team of a uh, group of friends who were really into it and then yeah slowly we understood that we had a certain a certain level and then it, it got more serious afterwards so how many years or when did you start to play in the national team because somehow you got with a good level and then they call you for the national team how was this process how they call you Well, the thing is that still now in volleyball, it's a, it's a sport where not many um, boys play it. So it's more basketball or handball or football. And so as soon as there's a, there's a guy who is over one meter ninety and um, he can a little bit run or is able to, is a little bit coordinated, they immediately they take him and then uh, they see what's uh, possible. So yeah, I started quite young. Uh, I started in the senior team with 16 and so... The coach who is still, or he's now back uh, a coach, he didn't really give me a choice. So he said, you have to be there. And so I, I said, okay, yes. And uh, and then national team started also at 17. So yeah, it was, it went quite fast in the beginning. From 17 to how many years you were in the national uh, team? 17 till 30, 31. And then I did a small comeback at 32. All right. Uh, as everybody knows, but there are some friends that are listening to this podcast, Arnold is a, a volleyball player who quit a year ago. Yeah, 
well, I quit. Actually, I wanted to quit uh, two seasons ago. And then last season, the coach uh, really needed uh, some help. And then I said, OK, I, I wanted to help. But he realized soon that my level uh, went down very fast. And he said, no, I prefer not uh, letting him play anymore. OK, this is my version. This guy, <laughs> he quit. And for me, he was playing a good volleyball. He has power. And to be a Luxembourgish, I didn't expect that level. So when he quit, my reaction was like, wow, why he did it? But it was his decision. Uh, when you took that decision, was it easy for you to take it? Well, I have to admit that uh, I arrived at the point where you invest so much in, in a sport and uh, you have to, I don't want to say you lose so many other um, opportunities, but it was like my everyday business. And I arrived at the point where I really just, I there it was too much and so I said okay I want to do other things now I have to admit that when I see sometimes uh, games I'm like okay I could uh, why, should, why am I not there perhaps I could do this and this better but uh, right now I have to say that it's quite uh, a nice life uh, not being in the gym uh, every night but but going back to that point Arnold friends and fans every time they are expecting something every time they want more uh, was it difficult in that time because they were asking you why or you should more or yeah it's the right time how powerful was their influence on you mm. i think that at the moment self i i didn't really realize it uh, so i was doing sports for me because i wanted to do it and it's more now that i realize that people from outside say oh why didn't you continue and because it was nice uh, seeing someone who was uh, enjoying the sport or being motivated so it's more now that I realize uh, that uh, yeah so that many people came to the games because there was a good uh, good mood there was uh, it was fun uh, seeing us play but the moment itself I didn't it, I did it because myself I I said that okay I want to stop now all right so now the point that is already one year gone do you uh, miss it for real like wow I I could do it. I want to do it because sometimes I see you playing tennis. So you, I would say you are a sportman and you want to keep yourself in shape and you need to take this stress out for your body. But do you feel sometimes like missing it? Mm, I would say no, because perhaps for a few seconds, I, I'm like, oh, it would be so nice to be there and or go to a competition abroad or play um, a game and win a game. But I know how much as a sportsman you have to work and how much time it costs to, to do one good game or one good competition. And I really... Yeah, I want to invest my time in, in other things than only uh, going to, to fitness and to ball practice and yeah, and do this every day for years and years. Yeah. yeah, I remember, Arnold, when you were about to quit, you had some pain. It wasn't injury, but you had some pain, your knee or your ankle, Achilles tendon or something mm -hmm. like that. Uh, it's important for, for all the players who are coming and every time they have a little pain to understand that pain is part of the game sometimes. But the point is to know until when you could or you, when you should have stopped. Can you tell me how was it in that time? Was you felt that pain that you say, okay, this is pushing me to stop it or it was just part of the game for you in that time? I have to admit that I think since the age of 16, since I really started playing serious competition at the senior level, sport has always been um, linked to pain. So the, the, the feeling of uh, having pain in the body has always been there. And yeah, at one point you, you start also asking yourself, how will it be after your career? And you don't want to be... Uh, 
to get your knees uh, at the age of 40 because uh, you you sometimes you you push too hard uh, with your body and uh, so i think that being 20 yeah being 20 years old and you have pain you're like okay you don't care and then having the same situation at uh, at 30 years old uh, you start uh, thinking uh, okay where where how do i want to walk uh, or how do i want to be at, at 40 50 60 so um, then you start uh, also thinking uh, you really need to to have pain every every night <laughs> <laughs> so it's part of it now uh, dealing with the pain is it's not that easy to to release that sensation for your body yeah and i have to the thing is also i think that the medical the medical point uh, or the medical situation got got way better now but uh, when you it's really different when you play in a club and you have to work during the day so you don't have time to to get the right recovery and to get the whole the, the right also um physical uh, support as when you are now in for example in national team and you are you have your physio with you you have a doctor so I realized that uh, the whole my whole club career that that you did quite a lot of sport and you uh, you had to invest yourself a lot, but you never had the the physical uh, the physical or the the medical support uh, next to your efforts. Mm -hmm. Arnold, I also remember when you were there playing with us. Uh, you were playing before uh, Ash. You were playing another teams in also in Luxembourg where did you play well the thing is that um, I started playing in Ash because I'm I'm originally here from Ash and then at university I stopped because I had a lot of uh, shoulder problems and then yeah friends from volleyball they were ah, why don't you try to play again and so after uni when I came back I did one season in Ash but the team was really in a, a change and many players left and so we left uh, we fell down from first division to second division and um, as i wanted to to start again playing a national team i i decided to quit and so i went to dikirch for two seasons and then i went to bertrange for one season and because we moved i moved uh, back to Livinash. and so yeah i got so much as a kid and uh, and the youngster from ash from the the club that i said okay i i want to go back and and give them how should I say, to spend my energy in this club instead of uh, spending it in, a, in another club. So in that point uh, came a dream because I know you, you with another two guys, Gerard and Paul, you had that dream to take the level up again. Mm -hmm. And you became a part of the committee. Yeah. So you worked hard to take the team for the first division. I know it wasn't easy, but can you tell me how was this process to be part of the committee, taking care of all the details that are a lot and being a player? Was it easy for you? Because I had that experience in my country back in the time. I was owner of one club and then I was playing as well. So for me, it wasn't easy. And for me, I didn't like how I felt because some of them, they saw me like they couldn't tell me anything because I was part of the of the committee. So for you, was it easy with your teammates and also with the responsibility behind your back? Yeah, I have to admit that when now thinking about it, I think that this also perhaps is a, is a point that 
if I wouldn't have uh, had on several different caps that uh, perhaps I would have continued a uh, little bit longer to play because I realized that um, that often being on the court I felt more being uh, being on the court as a member of the of the board of the committee of the club than being as a player because I knew that um, that if we don't win then there will be stress again and all the work we put into to all the wor work we we did together a good team together and so yeah it was quite a lot a big amount of stress because I my hat was often not free to yeah to be a player so I, I was more on the court I felt more being a member of the, the board than being a, a player yeah sometimes when you are uh, as a normal uh, player you complain because there is no the balls are not clean let's say but being you there in the position of the committee you will say okay I have to fix that and then you have to be aware of your own mistakes that you are not hitting well or you are not passing the ball through the net or something like that so I think that time for you how you manage how to control okay until here I will be a player and then you did you say to anyone did you talk to anyone don't stress me out because I'm a player and then okay you tell me what you want how it was like that or yeah I think mainly well now you often say that you always say that afterwards you're more clever than before but I think that really the point is that you should first be a player then be a coach and then be a member of a committee of a club and not uh, try to do the three the three things together at uh, at, at the same time because yeah you as a as a player you need to spend a, a special energy as a coach you need to spend a a special energy and as a member of a committee again another energy and and it's the three points you need to invest a lot of energy and i think it's really tough to to do everything together and that if you want to do it the best then you should only do one one thing at the time all right i know uh, guys this man in here with me he had uh, a huge passion about volleyball Uh, I think he sacrificed, this is my guess, he sacrificed many things for one goal. It wasn't his own goal, it was a, a general goal for a few friends, but was it easy to take the Esch Volleyball Club to the first division and after a few years ending as last year in the second place? Tell me how was this process for you? Was it just by coincidence? Yeah, let's take this guy, let's do that. Or was it really difficult? What I realize now is that in the beginning we were asking ourselves, how is it possible uh, to do it? Uh, what should you do? And I soon realized that it was, for me, it felt really easy to, to get it to the, the highest uh, league. But it's one thing to, yeah, to, to build a team and to get it uh, strong. But The, the really tough thing is to to keep a level uh, a certain level over over many years so it's uh, so it's really to to stay constant and um, which is uh, really hard and uh, I'm really I have to admit that uh, I admire some or, or clubs which are able for five ten fifteen or twenty even yeah twenty years being in the highest division and always fight for for national um, for national titles. It's not just about to find the right guys, the right foreigners, the right locals. 
is sponsors, is house, is a, a, a whole movement behind a club. So your part was to find the players or your part was the hardest one to find all the, the money, the fans, the, the core, all this uh, rude job was was it for you or for how, how you manage? Yeah, I think it's really it was really difficult. It's still now I think it's really difficult to because even when you find let's say uh, a group of 10 or 12 really strong players, then there are so many so many details which make that uh, that uh, that it works or that it doesn't work. And so even yeah, even if you have uh, everything well organized, yeah by just, uh, let's say, that uh, someone injures himself at one moment or someone, uh, I don't know, um, for a little fight, that's something like a whole, a whole project can, can explode or, can, uh, or uh, one, one, uh, one loss at the game can make that uh, everything uh, which was very well planned uh, can, cannot work in the end anymore. So it's totally, totally difficult. Tell me once again, Arnold, what did you sacrifice to achieve this goal? I think it was a, a successful uh, goal, mm -hmm. but when you are in the way, you have to sacrifice uh, friends, meeting, uh, wife or family. You could show that you have a huge love for this project. I would say mm -hmm. project. To, to keep this team in a good level because now when you talk about Ash, uh, every time they are fighting to in the top four in the league. So it's not just a team, it's a team that which is competitive. Mm -hmm. So you did it and you did it well. What did you sacrifice for that? Well, I have to say that the, um, the time or yeah, let's say for Perhaps the, the last years, little I realized it more. But before, I never for me it was never sacrificed because I wanted to do sports and it was my yeah my daily my daily life. So it was I got up in the morning and I I always thought only about uh, volleyball. But now thinking back, yeah, it was so friends. For example, Friday night or Saturday night, it was impossible to to be invited because there was training until ten or you had game until. Uh, at eight, so it was always uh, I was always the enfant terrible. So yeah, the, the bad guy who was not able to to go on holidays or to come when they wanted to invite someone. And then it was yeah, family. I don't know how many family re reunions or birthdays or weddings I missed, and so it was always um, it was always uh, yeah, quite uh, tough. So I'm I'm really happy, and I think it's really important that when you're passionate with something that uh, the family understands it and, and they, they, they know that you do it because you love the sport or your activity and it's not because uh, you don't want to go and see the family but it was uh, yeah, so a lot of time which, um, which, uh, which was uh, lost or which was not there for, for doing other things. But um, yeah, on the other hand, I have to say on one hand you, you don't see you don't have that much time to see family, but on the, on the, on the other hand, I'm, I realize now that, yeah, that's how I, I met my wife. And so that, um, yeah, that it's quite, um, quite interesting. So on one hand, you lose things, but on the other hand, you, you, you also win. You get a lot of oppor opportunities. So you are telling me that because of the volleyball, you met your wife, mm -hmm. because of the volleyball happened many things in your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, uh, that's totally 
positive for, for me because the main goal in here about this podcast is to, to leave a message, mm. a sportive message. And you are saying that you started in volleyball and then you grew up in volleyball, then you met the person which is sharing with you your life. And I'm still in, the, I'm still, uh, I, I believe it that it's a great, it's a great job that you are doing. Uh, yesterday, by the way, I was reading a book and they were saying when you talk a few language, mm -hmm. a part of your brain start to work different than when you are just talking one language. So for you guys, every time I'm trying to, to learn as much as possible, With you, what I was shocked, and I was talking every time with Franz, uh, uh, the Czech guy, is how patient you were when it was a critical situation, when it was a stress during the game, outside, in any time, you have this peace, and you are like just thinking, and you are not reacting. This is pretty difficult for any player For any athlete because we are just living the moment and reacting so is it a gift for you or do you learn how to to control this i'm, I'm just shocked how you manage your emotions yeah well i think it's quite fun to yeah when i compare myself to to you or to uh, to france that it's like two different worlds so it's uh, <laughs> And so that I'm quite shocked how a person can get so much emotional on a field and wanting to eat the coach and uh, the referee and the net and the, 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 the net post and everything. But I think that's really interesting in, in team sports that you need that a good team is made out of different characters. And if you only have uh, tanks on a, on a field who want to destroy everything that you're not able to... Uh, Or it will be quite tough to, yeah, to win a game, and so it's really important to have um, to have people from every every emotional state. Because I think if there would be only if there had been only six players of my emotional state, then that we also wouldn't have gone uh, very far. But do you learn that, or is a gift? No, it's I, come I naturally. Want, yeah, I think that it's more it's in myself. It's not that I took now courses for this. It's that I'm yeah. I've never been a person who. Who wants to yeah to to eat someone or my opponent or to kill him or you know to to start a fight and uh, no so it's it has been there and I don't know if it's a gift but uh, yeah that it has been like this. It happened to you in the normal life as well when I don't know somebody behind you driving so fast and is just peeping at you and you just want uh, for example Franz he would come out and he would say what are you in another word but he would say what uh, whatever but normal life for you I, I never saw you mad every time you are even if you are mad you would say I'm mad <laughs> and then that's it so it is you or sometimes you could explode no I, I have to agree that um, that I'm quite a, a, a calm person but Except I think if I'm in a car there, I think if my wife would sit next to me now, she would uh, <laughs> completely agree that in the car I get also quite uh, mad very I get mad very fast. So that's I think the only point if you want to see me uh, excited or stressed, then uh, we can have a ride together. Arnold, uh, now your career is changing. It goes more to the management sports. 
uh, is it when you are in inside in the core you could see many things that it could change then you have to do that and it seems to be really easy to change uh, no we have to get a better jersey but it's just one example but is it that easy as when you were uh, as a volleyball player or now is more difficult how you see this process from player to to sport management is that it's normal for you or you have to learn more about it well i think what i realize now the, the big difference is that you are um, as a as management you just can do the surroundings so you can just prepare everything and but you are you always need the player to 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 perform afterwards and as a player you just get yeah someone tells you and you execute it or you don't execute it so i think it's for me i it feels easier to be a player because if you're able if you train hard then you will be able to do it and uh, but if i let's say okay you want to to build a team to as management you want to build a team uh, to win a title and you just can organize everything and it's in the end you you don't have the power to do it uh, yourself so you always need the players but without your job it's impossible to have a game even if you have the most incredible players without that job that nobody see because when you are going to watch a match you just see the guys hitting the ball and who won and that's it but you don't see what's behind yeah. it mm -hmm. so behind is as important as the player for me yeah well it's the the thing everything which is behind is the structure so that's like the the beginning if you don't have this you won't be able uh, you won't be able to play at all and i was for many years i was not uh, realizing how much work it is behind and uh, so just that there can be six players yeah wearing the same t-shirt and having a ball in their hands but uh, i think that as a um, As in the management, you're much more dependent of other people than as a player. As a player, you you do whatever you want. If you decide to to train six times a week, you will be a good player. If you decide to train only twice and uh, and party before the games, then you won't be, you won't be a good player. Yeah. And as a management, you way more. Yeah, you need you need much more the the other people. Arnold, uh, beginning from many sports going through volleyball now managing uh, being behind the the one of the strongest team in luxembourg what can you tell all those guys who are listening uh, about loving a sport because when you love a sport you could see yeah i'm gonna do my best and i'm just gonna i'm gonna destroy the ball i'm gonna do the best but you are showing that it's not just inside the core it's outside you had a dream the dream came true and people are satisfied around sometimes i know when you do this job nobody's coming to you and say man what a great job you are doing and now we are having this i don't know if somebody last year came to tell you you see we we achieved this goal because of you were there i don't know if somebody told you that but My point is, uh, what can you tell them to to increase and to love and to get the sport to another level? Yeah, I think that now seeing um, seeing the the life in 2020 is that 
that it's really like sport is really important and it's really something that's really nice and yeah connects people and uh, lets you live really uh, a lot of uh, of nice um, nice uh, things in your life and um, so I think it's really important also for to to give this how should I say this emotion of uh, doing sport and uh, and moving yourself uh, to the people from the the very youngest age so uh, to starting with kids so that they that they learn how much uh, satisfaction you can get um, through sports and uh, instead of uh, sitting in front of a TV or, or, or computer so it's really I have to say that yeah my life has always been uh, connected to sport and it gave me so many so many opportunities which probably I would have never got uh, if I wouldn't have been in a, in a sports team or sports club I don't know what can you tell me what can you announce here for everybody uh, beginning from uh, bring your child to the club come to the games anything that you want to announce for the team and then anything that you want to announce for yourself your social media or whatever um, yeah well the thing to announce is that um, I'm on one thing is that uh, I want uh, the, the, the club of Ash really to continue uh, the volleyball club of Ash to continue and and do well as they did now the last years but another thing which I realized which is really or which is really important for me is to get um, yeah to get more and more kids uh, motivated to do sports and especially volleyball because it's really a great sport and of still now it doesn't get uh, enough atten attention in, in I, let's say Luxembourg or even in, in other countries so that's also a domain where I really want to to invest myself in the next years to to motivate to yeah and to give the opportunity to kids to to live this passion or the passion I lived for so many years and to get uh, to live also all those uh, the great moments I had uh, thanks to to sports or especially uh, uh, thanks to uh, volleyball. Then talking about Ash, what could you tell them to come to the games or put your money here? <laughs> Anything that you wanna? Share? Yeah, well, I have to admit that um, when I started playing volleyball, there were only few fans, and you played in front of uh, yeah your your mother, your father, your aunt, and uh, and the dog, <laughs> and now. Nowadays we have uh, mascots, we have uh, crazy fans, even if sometimes they get a little bit too crazy, in my opinion. But so it's really a nice, uh, it's really a nice uh, atmosphere in Ash, and um, and I think not only in volleyball but in all the the sports in Ash. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of invest, and so when you go to a game, you you never go home uh, without a, a new story to tell to your friends uh, after a game uh, a game in Ash. I could see it's not because I'm still playing here, but I could see in Ash, it's tough to play. You have those fans there close to you, and they are really supporting you. They are not going there just to show up, look my new shoes or whatever. They are there because they love, they enjoy the 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 sport. Not even in volleyball, in basketball, in handball. Everybody's just going and supporting the team. Yeah, I have to admit that I think it's uh, like Clancy said last week is that um, it's one thing it's really nice to win with fans but now having those fans it's also one thing to lose the game because I think the fans in Ashdale at least in volleyball 
they come there and they know always better how to do it uh, as yourself. So if you don't win the game, you know that after your shower you will get uh, you will have a tough time in uh, in the bar. So uh, because they will explain to you again uh, why didn't you hit the ball there and yes, yeah, so it's uh, it's a love and hate uh, story of uh, being a volleyball player in Ash with uh, its fans. <laughs> Arno, thank you so much. Uh, I'm I'm really happy and glad to have you here. I think you and few guys here. I'm I'm totally shocked that I met you and every day every day when I'm seeing you, I'm learning and learning more. I'm been playing for more than 25 years, and playing with you, it it gave me another view of how I should behave. I'm not doing it totally well, but. Yeah, sometimes I'm coming home and my wife is telling me, you know, you should behave like Arnold. I say, don't, don't compare me with this guy. But then I say, yeah, control. And then uh, you showing that a guy could have a many uh, kind of view. A sport man, a player, management is, is wonderful, to, wonderful to have you here. Uh, thank you, man. One more time. You're welcome. All right, guys, see you soon. Welcome, welcome again to my favorite part. I love this part. First of all, I'm gonna say thank you guys for the last episode. It was amazing. I have a great time, but you can't believe how many people were texting me. And the best is how many of you were texting Laura. So once again, thank you. Today we go with the old star news, my favorite part. So now, basketball, let's go with Edge Basketball. The men team, they won again. Man, they are destroying the league. This time they won quite easy, I would say. Against Esperance, it was 86-64. I know there were some injuries, but they found a way to have the victory. Unfortunately, our girls from Edge Basketball Edge they lost their second game. But I have a good news: they are doing their best. The coach is doing amazing, and they will find the way for the victory. Another news. Volleyball started their season with a great victory. It was 3-0 and they did it amazing. Unfortunately, one player is missing, which is Valdir. We send him the best luck and recovery as soon as possible, buddy. We need you. And this weekend, what is gonna happen? This weekend is gonna be a derby because he's gonna play Volleyball Edge against Lawrence Vaila. It will be away, so stay tuned, keep supporting all the Sporting Edge, and now we are gonna post in our Instagram and Facebook the upcoming games. So just be aware that every weekend we are gonna release by the U Los Ghetto.